Hello, beautiful listener. This is Lawrence. What you're about to listen to is a snippet of our bonus episode that we recorded this week for our Patreon, where we talk about the power of the dog, as well as kind of a general little Oscars chat. We don't talk too much about those Oscars, girl, because what a mess. Uh, but anyways, uh, this is going to be a little snippet of our episode. Uh, we are shifting our schedule up a little bit. Oh, we are going bi-weekly for a while. We're kind of just adjusting to some new schedule things in our lives. Uh, so we'll be back with a regular episode in the main feed next week. Uh, But what we've decided is that during our off weeks, we are going to put bonus episodes up on our Patreon page, available to anyone who subscribes at any tier. Uh, We hope you enjoyed this little preview, and if you'd like to listen to the whole thing, go on over to patreon.com slash gayforplaypod, and you'll get to listen to the whole thing. The whole kit and caboodle. Ooh, look at me using uh, cowboy words. Is that a cowboy term, kit and caboodle? I don't know. Anyways, enjoy! Right, because how how dare like how dare his brother George bring something so effeminate into this house where yeah it's the most masculine he doesn't Benedict Cumberbatch or Phil I'll call him Phil doesn't doesn't like to shower doesn't like to wear gloves when he castrate bulls is all about like just being out in the woods and being with manly men and honey it's is, all performance it's it all is, performance <laughs> yeah well getting into getting into the queer themes of the movie already like his character is obsessed with the presentation of masculinity and 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 bronco henry his like idol and also probably lover who he sees as like the embodiment of masculinity and also like the only love he's really felt in his life yeah um we w- eric you sent me this video earlier who's the what's the name of the person who made this video essay i have it right here um the video on youtube is exploring the history the queer history of the old west um dot 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 yeehaw uh by kaz Rowe. and in this they were talking about the history of like queerness in cowboy culture um and one of the things that they said at the very beginning of this video that really stuck with me was that at this point in history the early 20th century they didn't really have our modern ideas of, like, sexuality as an identity. Uh, that mm-hmm. wasn't really, like, a concept that was really solidified yet. It has all those newfangled terms like we yeah. do today. So homosexuality was, like, more defined by, like, your actions rather than, like, who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And based and so, a lot in marriage, too. It was more about, well, yes. it's do whatever you want as long as you settle with As long woman. as at the end yeah. of the day you end up marrying a woman, or if you're a woman, you end up marrying a man and... Mm-hmm you have kids and, you know, do the thing that you're supposed to do. Um, But what was more, like, policed heavily uh, was the presentation of gender and how you, like, how you come off as a man and upholding these, like, gender stereotypes, right? Right. Um, And so, like, uh, you have Benedict Cumberbatch who has managed to, like, work his way into this society by, like, presenting so masculine and then is, like, confronted with this, like, younger version of himself in the very effeminate Peter, which I thought is interesting. And, like, that's kind of, like, one of the main sources of tension here. Right, well, it, it mirrors his relationship to Bronco Henry. At the beginning of the movie, Bronco Henry's already been dead for, like, 20-something mm-hmm. years. And, um, you know, we find out that, like, the the age difference between Peter and Phil is about the same as it was between Phil and Bronco Henry when they first met. And Bronco Henry's the guy that taught Phil how to be a ranch hand and how to be a cowboy and... Um, has a Phil still has his saddle that he keeps and polishes in the barn every time he's you know feeling a little angsty or a little pent up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then rides around with uh rides around with a scarf in his crotch that he does take out and sniff. And that jack, and, and, and that's like absolutely awful. That's like a little <laughs> over halfway through the movie, but that's the point in the movie where you're like, oh, he's okay. gay, gay. Yeah, he's gay, gay. Um, yeah, because there's there's moments before where like. <laughs> 
Peter Peter is like staying at the manor with Phil and George and his mom, and he like finds a box full of these old magazines that are all like the masculine image, and it's like an anatomy book and other things that are like. You I know, think are, that's what that's like. Right, I think that's right after we see that right after he masturbates. I think right, exactly. Yeah. and then mm-hmm. and then he like oh, Peter like almost catches him like while he's getting dressed again, and then mm-hmm. from that moment like Peter or Phil starts to like be nicer to Peter and starts to take maybe him see, under his wing, start to see that maybe they have more in common than he initially initially thought. And yeah, don't worry if it sounds like it's getting romantic. It's not. This is decidedly not a romance film, not even a little bit. <laughs> Although it's interesting. I mean, like. I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder. There's undercurrents of romance, right? Or at least oh, there are. There's of... there's there's longing for sure, and yeah. there's like interest, and there's uh, like you know an awareness of deviance on both sides. And I think, I think longing is a, the perfect word here, and I think that's right. something that is like a central theme of this movie. Of like, I think this movie talks a lot about masculinity, obviously, um, and like kind of exploring. The like the masculine urge to be held <laughs> and be needed <laughs> by your bros by the river, yeah. Um, no, but like the first, uh, the first like uh, moment of that that like really stuck out to me isn't actually from uh, one of our two gay boys here, but it is from Jesse Plemons, who like uh, there's the scene where it's like right after they got married and they're like they're like driving out somewhere and they stop in the middle of this field mm-hmm. and like uh, Kirsten Dunst like makes tea for them and takes them out to like look at the mountain together and like. Uh, teaches him how to dance and like while he's uh, she's teaching him how to dance like he turns away and like starts breaking down and crying and just talks about like it just I didn't realize how good it feels to not be alone and like that scene got me that scene got me and it's like that is what every male character everybody everybody wants that yeah every male character in this story and everyone and Kirsten Dunst is like (laughs) going through in this movie is just like this desire to be held and longed right. for and um, that's what i love about jane campion's films is that they're all about like these base human emotions be it mm-hmm. love or hate or or sex or like any combination of those things and she's so interested in interrogating those themes and i think this was such a great adaptation for her to tackle because it is so much about that longing to be held versus the longing mm-hmm. of like knowing you can't have something and yeah and the and the roughness and the brutality of love i mean like there is still a lot of brutality that comes with affection in this movie. We see people who have displaced their need for love in, and put it in such hateful places like Phil has been doing most of his life. And as we see in this movie, does up until he can't anymore. 